Spills. We have thrills, but no pills. Here at Walnut Kills, it is Lucha World number 37 with Vandal V.D. Drummond and Alfredo Esparza. And Kurt Brown's here, too. You know, I miss, I miss when you used to do the um, Strongman haikus for um, Slam and Stand. Yeah, you know what? I, 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 well, well, we can't because Strongman doesn't wrestle anymore, so... You gotta find somebody else to do haikus for. And is it final? No more wrestling for strongman. Well, I haven't seen him. Ru- I'm guessing he might still wrestle every once in a while, but yeah, it's but mostly. I mostly just see him like post pictures of bodybuilding. Yeah, stuff. the strongman stuff yeah. and like that, strongman and his kids. Contest. Yeah. You well, guys, that's a shame. I, I I really dug having him in the lucha. Yeah. I, the most unlikely because you can't do one on thunder. I mean, come on. Oh, <laughs> Well, you know what? He, he, Thunder makes John Strongman look like you, Negro Casas. You know when Negro Casas was talking about how there's bad wrestlers? Yep. I, I just kind of kept thinking in my, my, my man, should I mention Thunder or, or Pure Roth? <laughs> I could only imagine what he would He probably would have slapped me or something. As a joke, they should put Thunder in a lightning match. Yeah. Done. <laughs> uh, That's my uh, bad laugh. Oh, that was horrible. Mwah, so we should mwah, talk about... Um, Last Sunday, we went to go see Nero Casas wrestle. You IPW show, uh-huh. yes, last Sunday, and it was one of the most interesting shows we ever attended. Well, it was in the second floor of the building, too. That's something that we didn't mention either. Like, That's was, true. The only was, time I've done something like that was at Johan Plaza. That's where we had... It was like in a... What was it, like a, a supermarket area or something? Yeah. When we used to do I, those... it, it was weird, because it... It didn't seem like it seemed like it was like it used to be some sort of other office office building. Oh, it probably was. And well, then like it became like one side became a supermarket, and then the other side probably, became like a you Starbucks. Heard us talk about the um, shoot style shows we used to do, you know, before I knew you, like you're like twenty something years. No, ago. I usually ignore those. <laughs> Actually, I ignore them too now. But no, <laughs> no yeah, know, yeah, I know. Gohan Plaza. Um, it was a Japanese mall, shopping mall that had a really, really great bookstore at the time. But on the third floor. They would occasionally have wrestling shows, and uh, yeah, we did some you know mock shoot fighting shows. Did you did you fight? Yeah, yeah. It was before uh, MMA was really sophisticated, so we were able to get away with just working holds and, <laughs> and making it at the time appear real. Uh-huh. Although oh, okay. any, anybody who watched it now would see through it. Yeah, they like, come on, this guy can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, no, we had a few people convinced that they were. Shoots, and I think out of all the matches, there were two shoot actual shoots in the whole thing. Oh wow! But um, yeah, it's nothing to write. It, we had, it was fun doing it. It was a lot of fun doing it, but it's nothing to write home about. Yeah. So this place was in the second floor of this weird looking building, East LA. <laughs> yeah. In along Olympic Boulevard. Yeah. So and then um, I kind of dug it. You have to go in an elevator, which is actually kind of weird too, because the elevator was like from like the nineteen fifties or something. Yes. <laughs> it looked like something. I'm guessing it must have been like a. An, it had to be like some sort of, like not an. It seemed like they actually probably do did do those banquets and stuff like that because it was a big it yeah. was a big elevator. It was like an elevator for like food and stuff like that, a catering type of elevator. And it was fully functional, and you know the the place looked like a the banquet hall looked like a place where yeah yeah. So it's, it had to have been something like that before. So then um, 
We go in there. There's a there's a ring set up in between pil- pillars, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's like a there's a like a, a, a like a stage in the background. I think that's where they put the entrance for everybody. You notice this? It was there, like yes, yeah, so it, it was like, like a, a stage. It's like a mini Greek arena. You could yeah, picture, yeah. Walk, walking. There was a fountain. Just... There was a fountain on one side. Also, we took a picture of the fountain, and then there was like a. It looked like a little bar on the side, and then on the other side there was like a guy cooking. Um, Cooking on like a like a grill, yes. Making tacos and stuff like that. That's what Although, I love about lo- the real local indie lucha shows are the little taco bars. Yeah, so they actually had a taco taco stand in there, like a some guy just cooking, cu- making you your tacos if you wanted any. And so um, fastest show we've ever been to, I think. Exactly. Because I think I think the first four matches were like less than an hour long. Yeah. And then like the last match. I'm guessing had to have lasted like 15 minutes, probably. Yes. Because we weren't, we weren't, we didn't watch it, but it it didn't it didn't seem like it lasted that long. Because it was not long. It wasn't. It was not our imagination. Uh, we assume Negro Casas had to make it out of there to catch a plane or maybe to catch another shot. Because uh, they switched around the main event to the semi main event. Yeah, Negro Casas was in the semi main event, and then uh, Acero Dorado and crew were in the main event. Yeah. Extreme Tiger. This is so funny. Extreme Tiger, TNA Star, TJ, AAA, all these places. And neither one of us even knew who he was. Like, <laughs> like he took off his mask backstage. I could not, like, as soon as he took off his mask, for whatever reason, I could not tell who he was. Yeah, I had no idea. I had no idea. Like, when he wore his mask, I knew who he was. But it was like, I wasn't, there really wasn't a lot to talk to him about. Like, I hadn't, I didn't right. really have a lot of, I think it was narrow costs there. You're like. Uh, that That's like the the guy, you know. I'm sure if enter, enters the room, all of the wrestlers are yeah, pale in comparison. I, to him. I'm sure if there was like a like a CML, a mid card guy, probably or like Euphoria, somebody like that, I probably would have been like, oh, that's Extreme Tiger. Let's go interview oh, him totally. or something. But like Nero Costa is like, yeah, forget these oh, guys. Exactly, and yeah. every everybody there was jazzed to see him. Even the other wrestlers were just staring at him the whole time. So it's like all the wrestlers who uh, usually don't get their picks taken with other. We're, we're taking pictures. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dan, there was an intermission after the semi-main event. So Dan, um, who went with us, Dan Farron went with us, and he got in line. And Kurt basically said he didn't want to go because he was in a mark. Oh, I, and, I am a mark. I just didn't want to look yes, like total. He, he just so I might work. You know what it was? He didn't want to get in line. So as soon as Dan waved them in, he knew he could get in the front of the line. So he cut. He cut. He cut in in between ahead of us. Well, it's more than that. Dan pretty much shoved me to take a picture and said, "You're getting your picture taken with Negro Costas." Yeah. And he took the picture. Yeah. Dan I, got the greatest. Dan's I, picture with Costas was the best with Negro Costas saluting like he's Benny Hill. Yeah, I, I like how I like how you guys cut out poor Mysterioso out of the picture. <laughs> well, like again, it's Negro Costas. Man. Yeah, you know he, he he's Negro Costas. Although Mysterioso looked a lot better. I mean, he's he gained, good. He's and, gained weight too. No, like. that's not a knock on Mysterioso. That's just showing the, the Mysterioso that was here is a, a local guy. He's not the Mysterioso that right. From CMLL that more people are familiar with. There's a local guy named Mysterioso. I think we talked about this yes. in the past. So, so but he's actually pretty good. He might actually be better than the Mysterioso and CMLL. So, <laughs> well, and for a quick match that you know, Costas probably kind of phoned in. I mean, Costas phoning in a match is better than most wrestlers having a good match. Yeah, he so. still had a pretty. It was still. It was. I mean, I've seen phoned in matches. This was a lot better than anything yes. like that. Yeah. Yes. So um, after we finished, after you guys were busy we're done marking out we went and we went backstage to see if we could get um interview on narrow casas and then we started marking out 
Yeah, I had to stay calm because I'm. I, I had to be a journalist. You did a very yeah. good job of it. Too. Being a res- wrestling journalist, I have to not mark out over people. I sat there holding the microphone, <laughs> marking out, just sitting there smiling. And the pr- the first thing I, I have to say about Negro Casas is when you're standing right next to him, the difference between seeing him like on TV and standing next to him, he looks a lot better in person too. Like yeah. he doesn't look as old in person. That's what I was gonna say. He is an inspiration for somebody in their fifties. Yeah, because on TV, I thought he looked a lot older yeah. but like as i saw him like wow he doesn't look that old he looks a lot younger he than he looks like one of the most fit people for his yeah age yeah fit. That his body's like yeah condition. um so we go backstage and so we, we we know a couple of the guys who are in the back some of the rope workers we saw hector canales we're talking to him mm-hmm. and so uh we what was it nero casas walks in and then uh we just we started just talking about who's gonna talk who's gonna go initiate the conversation with nero casas mm-hmm. So then I end up just saying, Nero Casas, uh, can we interview you? You know, I figure, what other way are we going to start? Like, what's, what's going to be? You're the not. You're, how, you yeah, like, you know? yeah, like what? And and as soon as I said that, he said, Yeah, let's let's. Uh, what do you guys want to talk about? And he started asking me about. Um, he, I guess he did, he assumed because he saw Dan and Kurt, mm-hmm. two white guys. He assumed <laughs> that we really didn't know Lucha or something. Right. So he's like, We, I, I have content for you guys if you want content. But we were busy trying to figure out if we could actually. We were just shocked that he said yes. Like, so readily. Yes, like because we 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 weren't gonna we weren't gonna interview like we weren't sure if we were gonna be able to interview him. I was even wondering. You know, we didn't know who was actually doing the booking. Would we be able to go in the direction? Yeah, we were gonna ask some. We were gonna ask Superboy at first, mm-hmm. but then we figured if Supernatural was there, but then we found out Supernatural isn't the one that was booking that. She yeah. was on Bionico, and Bionico, I don't think we know that well. I think you might have saw, met him at a. I've met him, but yeah, but, I mean, it, I know him, but it's not. It's not a guy. Yeah, you're not going to ask him. Can we interview Nero Casas? So then, but the one thing we could do is go backstage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so it was easier just take hey, Nero Casas. It was, cool. it was the same way. I I I reached out to your girl Maya. I don't say hi or anything. They're like, hey, can we talk to you? <laughs> Like, like, hey, can we talk to you? And like, yeah. Or I, I should tell, well, with Guerrero Maya, was like, are you Guerrero Maya? Because he wasn't wearing his mask. Yeah. Whereas Negro Casas, I mean, it's Negro Casas. That's Negro Casas. Yeah. Like I said, that's Negro Casas. So he was getting dressed. So then he's like, he said, yeah, we, um, three or four inter- um, questions. Then let, let me dress and then come back again and do another couple of interviews, a couple of other questions. So then, um, and that's what blew my mind. After those that first set of questions, we are off. We're talking to Hector Canales and stuff. And next thing I know, I see Casas waving. You yeah, yeah, because I looked at him and he and he nodded and I nodded back. Yeah, <laughs> it was like it was a, an old Mexican standoff where it's like <laughs> we were just nodding off. For those of you who don't know about Mexicans, we all nod off. Oh, nod you're a nodding lot. off. You're oh no. god, you have a problem, Fredo. Okay, this is the Lucha World intervention. Yes, Fredo we're, is we're nodding off. off. I didn't know he was on um, heroin. Um, so I care about him very much. He's my, my best friend. It, it was a nod off. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Um, so right before that, I asked him. He was getting everything ready, so I, I decided to ask him about um, the parrot. Mm-hmm. Zacarias el Perico. So um, he's getting something out of his bag. Wasn't he getting something out of his bag? Mm-hmm. And I, I go, so um, why didn't you bring the parrot? And you could hear him laugh. Kurt, mm-hmm. Kurt didn't record this. This was the only one that I kind of regret that Kurt didn't record this part. Because uh, he said he he laughs and he's like he doesn't have a visa, <laughs> so we're like he doesn't have a visa. He's like nope, no visa. <laughs> and I just started laughing. <laughs> we all just started laughing about it. That was great. Yeah. So so we did the uh, like I think three minutes the first part, 
the no, first part of the really interview. Laid, laid back atmosphere. And what was cool, there were a few other people who were able to get in the dressing room who I don't think were associated with the show, and it was nice because nobody was uptight about yeah, stuff. We, everybody we, was really cool. We did three and we did three questions. Then we like left and kept talking to Hector Canales, mm-hmm. who was great as always. Really nice Very guy. Nice yeah. Guy. So uh, we'll talk about him in a bit because he was on another show that mm-hmm. we saw um, this past week, and um, then we. Um, as I said, Nero Costas nodded at us. Mm-hmm. And then, like, we lasted, like, 12, 15 minutes talking to him afterwards. Yes. Because, I mean, there's, a, there's some parts where I, t- I took out the part where he was telling us he had content. <laughs> and where, he, where he's telling me, where, he, where, I ta- where I marked out and tell him he's really good. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny because hey, I'm... I marked out, too. It's like I've marked out big time twice this year. And that was for Pimpinela, Escarlata, and for... And we'll talk about him, too, again. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with Nero Costas, it's kind of funny because we were talking about him being so good. And he was talking about how... How since he's the one that's actually in the ring, he doesn't really think about that stuff. He's not thinking about that stuff. He doesn't notice it. Mm-hmm. It's just what he does. Yeah. So it's just something that, and he's like, he didn't really. He he was he wasn't like even like, he just thanked us, mm-hmm. but it wasn't being like all like, oh yeah, thanks, yeah, I'm really good or whatever, like nothing like that. Yeah. I found that weird. Like even Macias was like that too. Like he went very like modest, very. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't... Well, and Costas is like Terry Funk where he could do it in his sleep. Yeah. He could just get in there without even being warmed up and yeah. just do it. Yeah. Yeah, so um, what was the... I, I actually liked that um, he was telling, about, telling us about Carvernario. Yes. He was telling us about all these guys that he grew up around in the wrestling business because of his dad being, mm-hmm. being a wrestler. And then he mentioned Carvernario Galindo, and I actually had no idea he had actually wrestled... Um, Carvernario and Xochimilco. Yeah, I was wondering if he had just met him. Yeah, I was just wondering, yeah. or if the family knew him because of the. Public. You did understand that it was that he he was in the ring. Yes, yes, I did. But he wouldn't call it a wrestling match. Yeah. <laughs> it was well, more about. I mean, we're talking early eighties. Yeah, no doubt. And yeah, seventy nine. I'm sure he's cool. Yeah, yeah. Galindo so at that then, point, Galindo by then was like hurting. He was I still mean, wrestling like till ninety, I think. Ninety, ninety one. I think. But just occasionally, yeah, songs, yeah, just going through, yeah. through the motions. Yeah, so it. I actually, I was actually very surprised at how friendly he was, like Nero Casas. I wasn't expecting him to be Didn't like... Didn't seem full of himself yeah. or anything. What I really... Because you meet a lot of, you meet some guys in Mexico and they're like a little bit, it's hard to talk to them. Like, L.A. Park, I think would be difficult to talk to. Mm-hmm. He seems very... He seems very serious. Yeah, he seems a little yeah. serious. And there's some guys who just aren't really very talkative. Well, you know, there's always that thing where you look up to somebody, you meet them, and are bummed to find out, okay, they're great at what they do, but they're kind yeah. of a dick. But this was not the case. This and you know what I liked about Because cool. there was some points where I kind of I kind of was trying to tell him like, something, mm-hmm. but it doesn't translate well when you're... when you're um, It's a joke that you might have said right. in... Um, in English, it doesn't... When I was talking Lost about the... Translation. When I was telling about holding the parrot's hand... Mm-hmm. And I told you that he gave me like this weird look, but it wasn't, I, I didn't realize, I, as, as soon as I was done, I was like, oh shit, this guy's going to hate me for this. <laughs> but then like he paused and he kind of explained why it, it comes off so well. Mm-hmm. And it's because people believe it because he, he believes in it. If he believes he's in it, about yeah, if he's it. passionate about it, people are going to, are going to believe it. So it ends up working. Well, that, that's why, you know, this is an ex- extreme opposite example, but one of the best things that I learned from Johnny Legend, even though he doesn't understand wrestling, uh, how to book a wrestling show, uh-huh. that's, you know, we disagree. It, it's very cool because Johnny Legend always would let us book some of our stuff and he books some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there, there's stuff that we tried to tell him, no, it wouldn't work this way, and we're right, it doesn't. But <laughs> the thing he taught us was, you know, 
don't take yourself so damn seriously. Have yeah. fun with this. Be passionate about it. Yeah. But you know, and that's what Cus- don't, don't pretend you're Billy Robinson when you're not. And that's you know? what Narcosas was saying that yeah. he was talking about how you could have so many great matches, mm-hmm. but that's just going to wear people out. Yeah. So you have to remember that there's some fans who aren't really into just that stuff. So you add a little comedy, you add a little entertainment to it, and they like enjoy that. And I mean, the parrot stuff, I mean, there's people who are tired of the peste negra stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you have to remember, those are like, there's a lot of casual fans that are into that. That, Like like, exactly. like when we go to Lucha Vaboom, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people who would hate those shows. But there's so much, there's so much more entertaining than just going to a straight wrestling match because wrestling show because it's like, and that's the bulk of the people who are paying money to see. Yeah, it. and and no matter what you think about, oh, uh, what wrestling should be, how hard should you perform, how how hard you should amp it up, you have to re- remember who is the bulk of the paying audience, yeah. and if they don't mind that you're not taking every bump in the book, don't take every bump in the book. There's only so many bumps somebody can take. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I thought I thought it was very. Um, he was very cool, and, yeah. and and the show, it, like we said, it was like we were almost like watching a wrestling television show. It was that short of a. You of know a the part. thing that what I thought was funny because they were telling us he was he he had, we thought he had to rush and leave. Yeah, but then like he was still there like for like he was there like he gave us like a, a he was what was it like we gave him about fifteen minutes a fifteen minute break mm-hmm. to change. And then we still interviewed him, so like another half hour. It's like it was he, great. It was he wonderful. still had time. Yeah, I, I'm guessing he just needed to be prepared just to make sure he could leave and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but, it was a, and it was it was it was a fun card. Yeah, he mentioned he liked to bring it. He bring his um, because somebody asked him if he was going to bring Felino, mm-hmm. and um, he said he'd like to bring Felino just as a tag team, and then they he said he'd also like to bring his wife to visit Dallas. That'd be cool. You know, with that that's one of the things that I enjoyed most about the interview is just talking about him talking about his family. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it, it sounds like they have a really good time as a family. Yeah, you know, and, and like, you hear about, you hear like, it's so funny because you kind of wish your families, like all of us have families and like some of us have families that don't. Like, you could get together, but it's not the same thing. Exactly. Whereas these guys are all, like, together. It's like you want to have a And they actually enjoy, they enjoy being around, and they, they actually interact. They go places. They go to wrestling shows together. It's like, yes. It's like, we can't do that. I know. That's so true. <laughs> Why can't we do that? It'd be awesome. <laughs> I want to be a cop. Yes. I should have told him at the end. <laughs> like like in, in, in the Royal Tannenbaums, when Gene Hackman says, I always wanted to be a Tannenbaum. I, I should have asked if he could adopt me. <laughs> I, I, I'll go hang out with they the parents. They should have an annual lottery. Yeah. Yes, you could be adopted the, by the, Casas the, the Casas family, family or the, the, the Alvarado family, which are another family yeah. that looks like they have fun being yeah. who they are. Although they're not quite the level of workers as the Casas oh God, family, because no, I, mean, I mean the Casas family probably like I mean if, magical genius. If you're if you're going through like well, there's still some bad ones, but I mean you got Puma and Tiger make up for the <laughs> for the worst ones. You know when he was telling well, us about about his um his other nephews? Yes, I only heard that there was another nephew. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that he had said. When I re- when I was re- transcribing it, mm-hmm. I heard that he said three three nephews. But I, when I was interviewing him, I only heard that one nephew. So I thought, why isn't he mentioning this other nephew? Maybe he's, I, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this must it must be Danny um, Canelo Casas, and he mm-hmm. sucks. I'm thinking in my head yes. that that's who it is. And then like after I heard, it's like, oh, three now. Na- okay, never mind. He, he, it was it was just he didn't he want. Clicking. Yeah, he just didn't want to go like overboard saying all these names of every yeah. every niece and nephew. Um, so yeah, we had a good time. We we went out, had dinner afterwards. It was great. It was, yeah. I, I actually not with Narrow Casas. It would have been cool if we would have taken Narrow Casas. 
that would have been the pinnacle of yeah. our uh, experiences wrestling fans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it was a really fun show. I didn't mind the show being short, to be honest. Yeah. I'd much rather have a short show than a show that goes on and on and on. We've talked about that many times. I like how how many times did we have we always taken this um, the audio recorder to interview people? Oh, it's two a, shows. It's a running like, joke, like for like three or four years, right? Or since and you got we it, just started using it. When was the, what was the first show we used it? I think it was Lucha Underground. Yes. It was um, the the TV the tapings that we went to we've the interview. Been using it like crazy ever since. We've used it. Actually, we used it for interviews with Superboy. Yes, I don't think we've interviewed. Well, anybody. that was one where we went there for the sole purpose. Yeah, of but I don't think we've. I think it's just been Lucha Underground and Nero Casas. That's it. I think yeah. we got to start interviewing more of the CMLL guys as they I come. I think in. we should. I think it's uh, yeah. I know that you you got very excited when they were talking about Baliente. Oh God, yeah. yeah! I did not even realize he was in the vicinity, I, and I didn't even tell you like the the he was here like in early November, but I think that was like the week that they had. Um, I think Superboy was running a show. Yes, and I was like, oh, Valiente's here!" I but it's funny how there's so much lucha that some of it goes under. Atlantis is here tomorrow, I think. Oh, is he? And, and tonight and, the show in Tijuana is yeah. there. And I think they changed the lineup. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah, because Ultimo Girl and Atlantis was the main event. Oh. Ultimo Girl is in the cage match for um, the CML show. And we're taping this on Friday for those who are Yeah, wondering. for those of you who yeah, uh, so are curious. Friday, December 5th. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so there's a, there's a cage match in um, Arena, Mexico. So they had um, they have Ultimo Girl booked for TJ. He can't make it because he's mm-hmm. in the cage match. So it's, they're going to have to change whoever's in the main event with Atlantis. Uh, but they have yeah. Casa, so they could always just move hey, Casa. They'll up. have something to work with there. So um, I was even, you know, I was even going to ask Casas. Mm-hmm. This is how bad I was, how poor, badly prepared I was. I was going to ask him about the cage match, like, early before we left. I was, yeah. I was like, maybe I'll ask him about the cage match. And then, like, right before I leave, I decided to ch- check the, I'm like, let me just double check the poster and make sure he's not on the, mm-hmm. in the cage match. And sure enough, he's not in the cage match. So I was like, oh, thank God I didn't ask about the cage Good match. call. Yeah, I was Good like, shit. I asked about Blue Panther and Rush, which was yeah. all I wanted. We have a whole ton of stuff to talk about. But first, we must uh, take a time out for this important message. How much stuff can a stocking stuffer stuff, 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 stuff from waterbeds and stuff? And the stuff they really want for Christmas is at Waterbeds and Stuff and our two new Beds and Stuff superstores on West Broad Street and on Hamilton Road in Gehanna. First, Man Candles, the unique candle that comes in man-style scents like beer, garage, and our favorite, bacon. Man Candles are a lot of fun and make a unique gift. And beanbag chairs. Waterbeds and Stuff has the best selection of beanbags anywhere like peace sign, camel, purple or pink fur, and more. Beanbags are the perfect accessory for any room and they make a great gift. So, whether you're looking for man candles, bean bags, or just looking for fun and unique gifts, you gotta hurry to any of the now 12 water beds and stuff or new beds and stuff superstores and save, save, save. Tell them Crazy Jerry sent you. Jerry sent you. Jerry sent you. How much stuff can a stocking stuff or stuff when the stuff comes from water beds and stuff? And welcome back to the Shrine of Negro Casas, where we praise him all day long. Hour 16, if you're, if you're listening to this. <laughs> Unedited. No, we, we do have a lot of different stuff to go over. Yeah, uh, this past, uh, well, when was the last podcast? We did the podcast like two weeks, less yes, than two we weeks did. ago, right? It's, it's been two, this is the third straight podcast that we've Because I was going through Lucha Underground, weeks. and I was like, man, we just, we just talked about like the... One thing I want to mention... Actually, you didn't watch one of the shows that I was talking there, about, right? There, yeah. And okay, so we can talk I about that. I have to then. say, there's something we touched upon last week, or two weeks ago, 
you mentioned about Big Rick's match with Prince Puma. Uh-huh. The show we went to, right? Yes, the yeah. show we attended. And, man, the, the very few criticisms I have of Lucha Underground, but they really got to have this guy in shorter matches. <laughs> really, he's really, really bad. He's pretty bad, you know. And you know what? He... He would be so cool. He he'd be so cool if he came in like if a he didn't wrestle. <laughs> if he didn't wrestle, yeah, that would be good. But no, if he just came in and and you know squashed somebody fast, you know had no defense, you know was total offense the whole way, and then a few weeks later somebody can get a few moves on him. But yeah. you know, it just it was way too long a match. You, you know, basically, if I like Lucha Underground, mm-hmm. but for them to really get over with the like drawing more people and i don't think they're ever gonna do this they gotta stop with the wwe guys mm-hmm. i mean they gotta stop with big rick and um i, I don't mind well, johnny johnny, johnny i don't mind johnny mundo but i mean these ex wwe people that nobody knows exactly except for except for people who actually watch those shows yeah i mean it's fun like 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 uh like that asian chick that came out on um, angela fong or whatever mm-hmm. and i like how how everybody's like they, they they can't remember her name. She ha- they haven't named her on this show, but they can remember her NXT stuff. But I mean, some of these people aren't really that old. They're not popular. It's not. They're it's not. not. It's not. Like, it's, know, it's overshadowing all this other stuff that they're doing. Like like Big Rick is really bad in the ring. He is bad, and and if it weren't for like uh, you know Ricky Reyes and Cholo yes. being involved, I like how you can't remember their names from the you I can't, Underground. Cisco and. Castro. Castro. Cortez yeah. Castro. But no, if it weren't for the two of them being involved, I, yeah. I, I, I dread to think what that match would have been. I mean, Puma did everything he could. Yeah. But even then, like, I think there's, there's, you know what it is? I think I was hearing Meltzer say that he's already burned out on the show. Like, mm-hmm. he's not as interested in it. And I, I was, and I watched the show. I actually didn't watch last week's show until mm-hmm. he, I heard him say that. I heard the podcast and then I watched the show and I was like watching the show. I was like, actually, I thought it was really good. I, don't I liked know. it. I, I enjoyed it. it. I, I still enjoy it, but I can see somebody who's not because they're, they're putting like Big Rick in the matches. They're mm-hmm. putting these guys who you're... And they're long matches. And then they have like, they have like these, there's just, there's just something about Big Rick that kind of like irks me. Like it's not, it's just not, it just doesn't work with him. Like he's not a, he, he, he would be great as a bodyguard. Exactly, big as, as Dario Cueto's bodyguard. We've talked yes, about that. Big comes Bubba. in, saves them. That's it. Yeah, or maybe, maybe come in and wrestle a match with a cigar in his. Yeah, back. yeah. So like, slam a guy. Yeah, and that's over. it. Like like nine one one. Remember when uh, Paulie had nine one one? Exactly. But like have him wrestle like these long matches. Like oh god, not this guy again. Because I'm guessing there's people who are like, just like oh, I gotta watch Ezekiel Jackson wrestle. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> well, of course I'm always gonna make a Titanis and El Ring and. Oh no. Of course I am. <laughs> Well, the character of Lamoma, even though the guy who in the early 70s... This is Fredo covering his ears. Yes, Fredo's <laughs> covering his ears, and you can all... Uh, you guys can all listen. Forward you guys can all listen now. On your audio cassette tape players, <laughs> or your 8-track we'll uh, mobiles. We'll, we'll be releasing a mixtape of Kurt talking about Titan <laughs> del Ring. <laughs> even though the guy who played La Momia, who was the second incarnation of Momia, was a very, very good worker, uh, it... The whole gimmick was he came in the ring and nobody could get any offense in on him. And he would strike them all down within three minutes. It was a three-minute match. And then after months of this, finally, and of course it would be Martin Cardigan, who else, who figures out that 
mu- the mummy has a weak point, and uh-huh. that's in his lower back, the lower lumbar region. Uh-huh. But you could do that. You know, like Paulie would know what to do with a big Rick. You, you he know, would just have him, like you say, do the nine one one thing, and and, and the worst thing is that they have him in main events. And then what I, I don't know if anybody else has noticed this. How many of these fans? You're not on Twitter, so you probably haven't noticed no. it. All these fans, like there could be like this really average match, and they're like, "Oh, this is the greatest match I've ever seen." This happens. I mean, I'm sure Cubs fan Rob are listening, and if they're not, they would have actually just agree with me, anyways. <laughs> uh, they, Lucha Libre USA. This happened with them. This happened with Lucha Underground. There's always someone who overreacts to how good a show is. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. Why do you have to overreact to it? I mean, just oh, exactly. enjoy it. I mean, but there's some people who are just like making it seem like this is the greatest match I've ever seen. And I was, it features Big Rick. It's probably not the greatest match you've ever seen. The, the one thing I will say is we did hear those This Is Awesome chants. And I, you know. Oh, maybe. for those of you listening to, the, to who are hearing the This Is Awesome stuff mm-hmm. on in Lucha Underground. That's basically Vampiro trying to force all the fans to yell out. This oh, so is he, awesome. was, he was leading them then. You were there. I don't remember <laughs> yes. that. I'm not he was there leading us. He was. He remember he got up and kept doing the, telling us to yell. I don't he was all that. pissed and everything because we wouldn't cheer. They never. That's, <laughs> that's why they. That's why they never showed. For those of you wondering where we were, they never showed our side because we never cheered. Yeah, we just kind of sat. Our we just sat the there. Uh, Scott Snot made a ca- cameo in the fifth. What was it? Was this the fifth episode or the sixth episode? Six. Six. Six? Yeah. Scott's not made appearance. So Scott, if you're <laughs> if you're listening, you finally got caught. You were found out. You were found man. out on camera. <laughs> um, what was the other thing? Um, was there anything else from that show that you liked? Um, you know, well, again, I think the uh, is Big Rick your big complaint. <laughs> big Rick is my big complaint. The uh, I, you know, okay, I didn't see the um. The match involving Chavo and Sexy and Pentagon. Oh, this past. But week. you know, when I saw it the week before, that's my only other complaint. Is it works, but that should, that match was actually pretty good. It was pretty good, but again, you didn't I, watch it, right? I think they should make it. Oh, you mean the tag match? Yeah, the tag match. Yeah, I'm, I'm referring to the singles match. And the, that was Chavo versus Sexy Star. We were there, and that, and that was one. Yeah, we were there. <laughs> we saw it. I, I remember that. But the thing I keep thinking is. Um, you were there and you were hearing us hearing me say, I told you so. You remember? <laughs> I was groaning the whole time. Yep. But that was because I was watching. Right. I was checking out Melissa Santos, that's why. <laughs> you wicked man, you you wicked man. No, no, the only thing about that match is again they should have edited it down. It just went too long. Uh, I mean it's it's a cute gimmick match, but just... That wasn't that long. Seemed like a long match. Shovel versus Exeter was like yes. two minutes, and then like the, the Pentagon Junior and Phoenix they ran. Spent so, he spent so much time holding onto her hair and stuff like it that. Wasn't that. It wasn't that long. Like, it was it a felt long. like a long time. It wasn't that long. It was a lot shorter than you're than you're th- remembering. Okay, well I got to stop taking. What was the other thing that was on that show? I don't even remember now. <laughs> uh, well, there was the second. On the I'm like show. already like a, a week ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> there was the second uh, Drago. Versus uh, King Cuerno. Yes, yes. Where they? they I like. How, remember Cuernos. when we were at that show? I, I was trying to look at his um, tattoo <laughs> to make sure. I remember was, that? Yeah, yes. he's a fantasma. You're probably thinking, man, Fredo's weird right there. <laughs> <laughs> What's up with him looking at guys' tattoos? Fredo's but, a freak too. Yeah. What can I say? Um, yeah. I actually like that feud for some reason. Although I, I kind of, I'm, I'm not sure. Like, I dig um, Drago. Was he the one that did that finish where he like does the roll up and then like yes. turns it into That's some a other? Sweet That's a cool move. finish. And I loved how they teased that for the finish a second yeah. time. 
Yeah, I, I, you know, Lucha Underground. Overall, I'm enjoying. Are it you a lot. Just, are you as concerned as I am about Katrina licking these guys' faces and whether or not she's going to get some sort of um, illness from that? Because yeah, I really, I, I'm I, really worried about that. But I think what lucky guys. Yeah. Oh, Mil Muertes squashes uh, Famous B mm-hmm. this past show. That's right. Oh, you watched it, right? Um, yeah. And so Famous B supposedly was the one that lost. But I would argue that he won. Because he got licked. licked by Katrina. Yes. <laughs> and you see Famous B, he opened up his mouth. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't. I, I, you got to watch it again. You got to watch it again. I did not know. You got to watch it again. I think we're going to have to call him out on that. If we steal one of these. We do. Days. We got to. We got to get a. We're going to have to ask him if he was trying to. If he was trying to tongue French kiss her or something. Oh, God. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. I'm serious. Go get a close up look. You guys will see that he actually opens up and his mouth. And they actually like, made mention, yeah. Matt Stryker made mention of the Santino, the Flying Santino <laughs> The Santino brothers. brothers are now officially known as the Flying Santino Brothers. Yes, yes. Joey Chaos and Mongol are now the Flying Santino yes, Brothers. Yes, they fly. They fly. They're on trapezes. Yes. They do silly little backflips I, I want dance skins. I want, a, I want to see a t-shirt called the Flying Santino Brothers. With chaos on a tra- on a tra- like a trapeze or something. I love it. Are you listening, Joey? <laughs> Are you listening, Joey? Do yes, it, please. Do it, please. I mean, come on, Matt Stryker actually came up with a T-shirt design for you guys. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Now, I actually, did- I actually find. Um, oh, did you, the Pimpinella debut? Yes. Uh, did you hear Matt Stryker when he was talking about other uh, um, luchadors with other wrestlers with feminine sides? He Adrian said, Street, he mentioned. Gorgeous George, Adrian Street, Ricky Starr, and The Miz. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yes, he I said The Miz. He said the Miz. the Miz. It was hilarious. That's funny. I was cracking up. Now, now well, as far as like narrators, like where, where, where are you at this point with the team of Stryker and Vampiro? You know, it's weird. Like sometimes I hate both of them. Sometimes mm-hmm. I hate one. Sometimes I hate the other. But it's like. They're not bad enough where I don't like my like it's right. going to upset me because I've heard so many bad announcers. I mean, the JBL's on. Um, if you watch the three hours of Raw, there are some points in the three like there's some points because I mean they're bored out of their minds doing right. three hours where they just sound like they're so disinterested. Yeah, and and so so it's hard for me to like say these guys are the worst because there's moments where the where the Raw guys sound bored out of their minds mm-hmm. and they sound worse than these guys. So it's like, and then Jerry Lawler sometimes comes up with like the lamest jokes. Oh God, I know. So then I it's know like, kind of his gimmick, it's like, but it's like nobody's really that good. <laughs> like basically. No, and and well, okay. Here's my question: You're you're still watching the ones with Hugo? Um, the there was the the there was a show like a, like I think two weeks ago mm-hmm. where it was preempted. They changed the time. The one where Phoenix Russell Pentagon, I think. Yes. They they switched it by a half hour. I think you might have you might have caught that because you get the show also on that mm-hmm. channel, right? Yes, I only get the Spanish show. I yeah, have, so I have did you notice they, they they like they start they changed the time or something? Mm-hmm. So I didn't watch that one. So I don't know. And then it's like, why watch it twice? I know. So well, the like, only reason to watch it twice is if you speak Spanish and you can. But one, even if even if I my Spanish is limited, even though Hugo is very good at yeah. keeping it dumbed down for people like me, but his enthusiasm can make something. Not so exciting. Look palatable. I watched it. I think I watched it last time, not this past week, but one like a couple of weeks ago. Might have been last week that I watched it. But I mean, I was watching a lot of wrestling, so I was watching. Um, we'll talk about this later. The AAA live mm-hmm. show. 
Um, then we were going to go see Nero Casas, and I was like, that's a lot of wrestling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and uh, uh, Cadena, Tres is ne- Cadena Tres is now in, um, on, on YouTube. <laughs> so is it really? It's, they have a live feed of the Saturday shows. Ooh. So it's like, dude, how am I going to have – and I, they're going to run, I think, the – we'll talk about this later well, also. If you watch too much, it's not going to be enjoyable. Yeah. No, but it's pretty good because they're going to have it. She said on Carvernario tagging. They're, they're, they're teaming up a lot. So that that's sounds – Yeah, so – so, with Lucha Underground, you, you know, it's funny because um, I think um, Brian asked um, Steve, mm-hmm. wasn't it like a couple weeks ago before Lucha Underground started that everybody was raving about the Lucha Azteca show on CML? Yes. The CML Lucha Azteca show on mm-hmm. Azteca TV. Well, that show's had a couple of like really like not this. The, the show from like two weeks ago, which was really bad with uh, Mr. Niebla's. Um, Oh, you drunken oh, appearance. They yes, aired that? yes. They aired that. Yes, oh, it was really Lord. bad. I actually re- have to rewatch it for uh, for the recap. Okay, I do have a DVR, so I'll have yeah. to see that. Yeah, it's funny because um, he like falls out and just stays laying there and the whole time. Oh my! God. And then there's stuff that goes on like where he just sits on the the corner, and I think Casas and Felino decide not to let him back in. Wow! So they're just like they just go in and do all the work. That was the other thing. I, I watched that before we went and interviewed um, Nero Casas, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the. Cl- guys who clown around mm-hmm. and i was thinking dude you team up with mr niebla so I, <laughs> but i thought i don't want to be he's being so friend he's being such a good good guy i didn't want to bring up any oh, of this cool. stuff yeah totally yeah. totally i'm sure well, also also i think again you're talking he differentiated between having a passion for something where you can do something silly and make it appealing to the fans yeah to just going through the motions like you don't even enjoy what you're doing anymore. yeah that's when it looks Never cost was just, I mean, Mr. Niebla was just drunk. Yeah, yeah, the, nothing. Uh, um, yeah, it was bad though. Yeah. That, that's some. That's one of the problems. And you know what? As bad as I like to blame Mr. Niebla for that, CMLL, uh, CMLL records what they run the six, five or six matches from that show mm-hmm. that they could pick out of. They could edit. They could have edited that out and put in a different match. They could have put in a yeah. lightning match. They aired a little, the women's match, which was. You it's amazing. Uh, maybe that's why Mr. Niebla was drinking. <laughs> no, actually, that was all right. That wasn't, you know. Well, it's funny. Remember, how, I, I remember hearing, um, I think it was the Brian and Vinny show a while back where they, it's a good year or two ago, where they talked about that they aired an old uh, pay-per-view where Carrie Von Erich was just... Hammered. Hammered, and it was like, more than obvious. Even even to the, even to the uh, uneducated fan, you could tell he was out of it. And it's like, why, why air that? Yeah, you, you never know. know. I mean, the, there's a lot of stuff that guys do with in wrestling that we kind of you kind of have to second which, guess. And we'll wind up with Lucha Underground here, but which is what I like <laughs> about Lucha Underground. We're getting back to Lucha Underground. <laughs> we just talked about we just went off tangent on um, drunk people. Yeah, we did. Well, yeah. but I thought it was a nice segue. You know, not nice, um, but uh, but no. The thing I like about Lucha Underground is this. It's one of the first times I've seen a. Wrestling TV show so smoothly edited, you know, from all the vignettes to the opening to the closing. I mean, whether whether you uh, dig the whole concept or not, yeah, they you know they you know put, they put effort into the into editing this show. And you know, it's kind of funny because you have a lot of people who say oh, it's too car, it's too um, movie like or mm-hmm. uh, too Hollywood looking like or whatever. But then, like, if you've noticed a lot of the promotions that have tried to bring back wrestling. Mm-hmm. They all kind of use that a similar. It doesn't look authentic. It doesn't look real. It doesn't look like Mid South right. wrestling. Right, you know what exactly. I mean? Like I remember when I would wait, watch UWF and the show would open with like like 
Devastation Incorporated attacking like the the Freebirds as they're walking towards the mm-hmm. the, the or Doctor Death or whatever. There was a, there was a show that they started where I think it was I'm thinking it was Doctor Death and Terry Taylor were walking to the to the ring to mm-hmm. get their mat to wrestle their match and Devastation Incorporated attacked them. So you're getting these fans yelling, you get this loud noise and stuff. You don't get you don't get that feel from wrestling in uh, nowadays. You don't get like no, you, the, don't, you, you don't, don't get that feeling. You get it more like a like it's more storyline. You you have to see the backstage thing, how it got to that. It's never anything surprising, right? You know it's going to happen. Like you know, oh, I know Johnny Mundo's going to run in and help this guy, or or Puma's going to help I mean, this guy. We've been watching long enough. We know the formula. Yeah, you yeah. know, and a lot of people do. Yeah, but, but plus the arena. Say, I mean, the arena looks like it's it's not built like some guy's just going to randomly show up and attack you. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I do have to say the the Johnny Mundo interference in Prince Puma's match from mm-hmm. Episode Five looked every bit as cool as it did. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just uh, I'm so scared he's going to hurt himself doing yeah. that. But anyway, we have so much more to talk about and. Uh, well, we want you to first listen to this really important message that we have nothing to do with. The Young Seducers. Someone once said that the best time to go looking for love is right after school lets out. I'm going to show you why, with a little help from my friends. Get ready. The Young Seducers. Come, let me show you Lisa and what she did to the football player. And then Angela and her friend, the gas station attendant. You'll have to ask the piano teacher about Susan. But Judy, you can see for yourself. Along with Ingrid and Rosemary and Ellen and Mary and me. All the young seducers. All for you. All the way. I promise. Don't miss The Young Seducers. From Hemisphere Pictures in Color. The Young Seducers is coming. Grown-ups think they are so wicked. I guess that's why The Young Seducers is for adults only. have returned and we hope you all learned something important from that last message so Fredo AAA news uh, apart from Lucha Underground um, AAA news Guerra de Titanes is on Sunday hopefully we put the show up before then <laughs> <laughs> I, you know it, it, we don't know um, they actually never announced it's going to be in pay-per-view in uh, Mexico but not here mm-hmm. but there might be a slight chance that they might leak out a, a they might air it live feed because they haven't announced an eye pay per view either. Okay. But you never know with them. They might actually like. like so they might actually air it for free. For I was gonna, that's why I was going to. But ask. they they might not let you know until like so an hour to be a free live stream. But you have yeah, to kind of know that they're going to be airing. Have no expectations. They haven't announced that either. So, but um, the reason I'm saying that is because um, this past weekend, um, last Friday, like. I can't even remember where, where, where. Oh, I was at. Um, I I just had just gone home from my sister's um Thanksgiving get together. I think so because I even I think you even talked to me around that mm-hmm. time. And um, so I got we get home. I'm looking at um the Twitter accounts, and I noticed um Lucha Blog had mentioned that um AAA was gonna air something. Mm-hmm. I didn't really figure it out when I saw Lucha Blog mention it, but then I noticed um AAA released it and said it'll be here um. Tonight's the Friday show, which was in, um, I can't remember, I think, where was it? It was in Mexico City. Um, it would be airing live for free online. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lucha Libre AAA Internet or something like that. And um, it ended up being pretty good, um, three hours. If you missed it, it's going to be the TV taping. So it's, right. it's just 
you're, what they did is they aired it for free. You could watch it all at once. But if you missed it, you could watch it on YouTube or on however you watch AAA. They just split it in half. I think that might actually still be up. I don't know. Um, but it was... I, I doubt it's up. Um, but um, they had um, Tejano Jr. versus Alberto as the main event. How was that? That was pretty good. It was a street fight. Nice. So they actually wore jeans. They dressed up like a... It wasn't a street... You know, you think street fight mm-hmm. in the 2000s. It's like, oh, they're just going to bring trash into the build, the arena, dress in the their wrestling gear. Yeah, and they're in their wrestling gear, and that's it. No, they actually dressed in pants and oh, man, their like boots. An old school bunkhouse. Old school bunkhouse. Bunk bunk like like if you're watching Dick Slater versus Dusty Rhodes or something like that. How cool is that? Yeah, so it was really cool. It was actually a pretty good match. Um, the, the, actually, the, the, feed, the feed was really good. This is the most amazing thing. I've had trouble, like, I'm sure I've told you about the... the you had that disaster. The iPay-per-views. Two, yeah. actually, two of them. Never worked for me. I think they might have worked for a few people, but it rarely works for me. I don't know how these people got it to work, the ones that... I wonder if they're kind of doing this to experiment until... Yeah, I think... L- that, let's charge money when we get it right. Yeah, and yeah. I, I mean, they're going to miss out on Guerra right. the... <laughs> they're going to miss out on Guerra the Titanes, which... It's kind of like... But it's better they... Yeah, experiment, uh, than... experiment until they get it right. Yeah. Maybe they can get it right for Ray that Ray is by... <laughs> which will be in March. They, they, need a, they need some experience. So the street fight, is that something you would recommend? I would recommend... Out of your way actually, for, from that show, I don't know if they're going to show the opener again. The opener was okay. Um, the women's match was awful. Who, who was in it? Uh, Fabi Apache. Eva Lee's debuted for um, AAA. Mm-hmm. She's a baby face and... Um, She's a baby face in um, in AAA, despite okay. being a heel. And um, she teamed up with Fabio Apache versus Sexy Star and Taya Valkyrie. Oh dear! I mean, Fabian. there were well, Fab, poor Fabio and Evelise couldn't do a lot with um, yeah. Sexy Star. Um, the then they had a mini Charlie Manson teaming up with Superfly versus Aerostar and and Dynastia, which was building up to Aerostar Superfly. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a, a mass match on Sunday. And then they had um, Psycho Circus versus um, Hell Brothers, which was just a brawl, just a street fight, another street fight. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, you thought, oh, great, another street fight. How's the, That's kind of ruining the main event. Yeah. But the main event ended up, they, they figured it out. It These out, guys, huh? Yeah, it stood out. And then the fifth match was uh, Phoenix teaming up with uh, Mysticies versus Pentagon Jr. and Zima Ion, which was pretty that good. That was pretty good. A lot of high-flying, really good stuff. Um, uh, but the main event was really good. The last two matches were worth watching. Okay, I'm gonna have to look for that. Yeah, well, it'll, if it was well, a big Del Rio fan. I've well, you know, once it it'll air on TV, so they'll put it up on YouTube. Very I think, cool. I don't know if they. I think they're like still a, a couple of shows. I think they're one show or two shows behind. Still, like I think they're like in. Um, God, I can't remember what it was. But they're in a, they're a couple of shows behind. Um, yeah, so now we're just wondering if they're gonna air on Guerra de Titanes. Because if they air for free, that pretty much means next my Sunday is gonna be. Like from three booked. o'clock, from three o'clock to like eleven p.m., watching wrestling. You'll be booked. Dear God, how am I gonna do? If I was twelve years old, I'd be in heaven. <laughs> That's so funny. That's exactly how I am. It's like if I was a kid, I, w- yeah. I would OD on this stuff. Yeah, because I mean, um, because this Sunday um, they're actually gonna have more. Actually, the only thing is um, CML shows and outside of the main event, I think there might be another match that's pretty good on Sunday. But the main event is Marco Corleone versus Terrible, mm-hmm. and that should be pretty good. But the, I think I think the top the the first two matches are just really bad, mm-hmm. and I think there's a women's match, and then I think the last. So I could always skip the first hour or something. Right. You know me; I'll probably watch it anyways. <laughs> but um, yeah, get out of the titans. If that is, I'm watching it. It should be good because cool. it's going to be 
um, Tejano versus um, they had Tejano beat um, Alberto in the street fight. Okay. He threw him. He power bombed him through a, a table. Not bad. Yeah. So Albert. Although I'm guessing if Alberto doesn't win on Sunday, it's gonna. It might be because um, Messias might turn on him. Okay, that's the only yeah. thing I think could happen. Although that'd be like a little. That I'm not sure if that's how that solves their whole um, heel face thing dynamic because there's a lot of heels. There's more baby faces on top mm-hmm. than heels. That's so interesting. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm guessing there might be something, but I'm, I, I think he'll end up. I think he'll win. I think yeah. I, I think Alberto's gonna win, and then he'll debut at some point in Lucha Underground well, as the guy, I, I, I think, as a guy who's a champion in Mexico and stuff I like think that. The, I think the folks in that category too, even if he doesn't go over, they can still make him like should be a flop dog. Should be a really good match. Well, like the Mick Foley syndrome, he he could he could job over and over and still be a star. Well, you know, Tejano Jr. and Alberto. That's the big difference in triple. I think when people talk about triple A, mm-hmm. what's the biggest difference? They actually have better main eventures now, right? Because <laughs> I mean, in the past, I mean. I mean, when you're main event with Cybernetico, Electroshock, guys like that, you're really not you're not getting a lot. And now you got you get you replace those guys with Alberto and um, Tejano, mm-hmm. um, really those two guys. Because I mean, Perro's Perro's okay. Have you seen that bump he did in, on one of the recent shows? No, I'm almost scared to ask. Oh God, Perro does this thing where it's a trios match, and and he comes in for La Park for La Parca. And he just does bumps on his own. Mm-hmm. Just a comedy spot. Like, just bump. Then he bumps again. Like, does a little somersault. Yeah. Somersault bump. Somersault bump. Then he does he does another one on top of um, one of his teammates. And then another one on, on another teammate. And I'm just, like, looking. This looks so ridiculous. Oh, it looks so ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's been a... I gotta be honest. It's been ages since I've watched Paraguayo Jr. It's been ages since... not the Paraguayo of... How, how much... Let's let's get back to this... this, this, this we had this discussion on Slam and Stan a couple of years mm-hmm. ago. How much AAA have you watched since that one Slam and Stan episode <laughs> where you vowed after listening to Conan you would watch AAA on a regular basis? Oh, you want to hear some? I, 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 I think you've remember. watched maybe two episodes, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 Very little. Very little. I remember watching one a few months ago. Yeah, I know you watched I, one I, recently because um the women's match. I told you about it and you watched it. Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I, overall I liked what I saw. But, yeah. But no, I have not. You know, for for somebody who is on a wrestling podcast, I watch yes. very little wrestling. I should be ashamed. <laughs> you, I, I have my problem is I have. You're to, just you're just doing what Brian Alvarez does, except without making money. <laughs> I make no money at this. You make no money. I hope I we're came, kidding, I, Brian. I hope I uh, uh, we're we're kidding, we're Brian. Kidding, Brian. Are we? <laughs> okay. Next match is going to be uh, Super, Chico, Super Chico versus Frito. Ultra Alfrito. <laughs> or Physico. Physico. Physico, Farron, Frito, and the Freak. Yes. We have a four-man tag team now. Yes, there you go. we uh, got to book it. we got to book this. Johnny Legend, are you listening? What was I going to say? Um, yeah, but I mean... What were we talking about? Well, about how little wrestling you watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that should be the main topic. Uh, Every podcast... I, I, should, I should be held more accountable, shouldn't I? Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to like make it sound like you're not watching a lot on purpose. But. <laughs> I have too many interests. Yeah. I'm all wrapped up in a book about uh, Edie Sedgwick. Have you ever heard of her? No. She was one of. I don't read books. That's why I watch wrestling. <laughs> That's why I have time to watch wrestling. You, wa- you watch wrestling. I read books. Yeah. Now, there should be a gimmick right there. No. Yeah. She. Uh, you know. I. Ha- I still haven't. Speaking. Of, Larry Matisik is in yes. the hospital. I still haven't finished his book. Oh yeah. And I probably should, because, I mean, he's in the hospital. 
Definitely. Get well wishes to him. Yeah. I mean, I, I get what what what's going on with the with the figure for a weekly wrestling observer crew. I mean, oh, well, you said Steve Sims. Steve was Sims was yeah scary. Yeah, yeah. He well, said it's not not. He said it's nothing too serious. Yeah, I hope not. But hopefully, it's not. I mean, he's he's had more. He has. He did. He did. The other thing he said on his podcast, he he would like to have another hair match. So did he really? He did. Oh, I hope we can be involved. I hope I we're would involved. Love to be involved with that. But yeah, Edie yeah. Sedgwick. She was one of and, and now that and, and and getting back to Doctor Lucha. Okay, I think I think it'll work. Kurt Brown represents Doctor Lucha. Mm-hmm. Negro Casas represents me. Speaking, of which did you see my response to Roy Lucier's uh, suggestion that I will be uh, wrestling uh, Negro Casas on the next anniversary show? Uh huh. Okay, I will I will repost that in Vandal's musings, and I want to send a thank you to Roy Lucier for proposing the question because I had fun responding. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I I got to talk about Edie Sedgwick in the oh, wrestling crap. segment. No, I, I was trying to distract away from this. You're not getting away. Yeah, yeah this, you know, since my gimmick is I don't watch enough yeah. wrestling, I think I have to explain what I do when I'm not watching yeah. wrestling. Edie Sedgwick was the most unlikely member of Andy Warhol's Factory Girls or Factory Folk. Uh, there's a movie made of her called Factory Girl, where she was portrayed by uh, Sienna Miller. Um, Sienna were, Miller, right? Yeah, yeah. She, <laughs> she looked very good. That's that's basically all I know about your your story so far. <laughs> well, it, continue on, continue so, on. So, so that probably is reason enough for you to watch yes, the movie, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Now it's pretty good, but there was a really good book written about her. What was what reason I say she was an unlikely Warhol uh, hanger on was she's from like. A multi-millionaire family where the father was this twisted guy who wanted to be aristocracy and raised his kids in a very twisted way. And uh, in fact, as I think about it, it's almost like a Von Erich. There, there was a movie about this, and you're reading the book. <laughs> the book is. I like. I like how this. We've had this discussion numerous times where yes. Kurt, Kurt will tell me about a book he's reading, mm-hmm. and then he'll tell me that there's a movie. And you see the movie. And that, instead of instead of. Me and and he knows I don't I don't read books. Oh, I'll watch the movies then instead. Then I have I have the perfect. <laughs> I'll tell you what got me interested in it is. Mm. It's not so much in the movie Factory Girl, which I saw like six. Kurt, you're, ago. T- you're talking to somebody who did a book report on the last of the, of the Mohicans. And you probably got the based it off the movie, not the. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I based it off the movie. No, but this, but this is this was like insane. I mean, the movie you got to see. Then, if you're going to see a movie, is Chow Manhattan because it is disturbingly autobiographical, where she plays a character named Susie Superstar, but it's actually herself. And I have been wrapped up in this book, so there have been times in the last week where I said, "Okay, I'm going to catch up on my Lucha Underground. I'm going to catch up on my." Lucha Azteca, and instead, I I'm I'm disturbed to find that I'm just neck deep in this book that was written in the early '80s and surprisingly stands up today. Uh, it's a book filled with speed freaks, people just doing drugs that should have killed them even younger than they did. But this family, the Sedgwick family. It's almost like the, a millionaire's version of the Von Erichs. I mean, uh, three of the kids were gone before they were 30. Oh, wow. A lot of it having to do with their dad. Interesting trivia. The dad's win. name was Fritz? Fritz Sedgwick. Fritz, Fritz Von Sedgwick, yeah. <laughs> but but it, what's scary about reading this book is 
it doesn't glamorize all this heroin and speed and, and uh, just all this stuff people were on. It's scary because it doesn't glamorize it yet. You're almost saying, wow, the stuff they say that speed does, you understand why people get hooked on it. I mean, these people get super sexualized, super productive. But then, then of course, there's the fallback. They burn out and they die young. Uh so I'm almost creeped out that I'm so wrapped up in this book. And no, I'm not going to go out and try to score meth. Uh, but here's where you will recognize it. Uh-huh. Her, one of her relatives, I think it's a cousin, is the actress Kyra Sedgwick. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Yep. Yeah, the closer okay. cool. and singles, you know. Yeah. So, as always, we have to put I, a little slam and stand in here while I, I like, off subject, I like, totally off subject. And you know the weird thing is, like, we always do that, and that's, the, that's what people always, like, answer. Like, we get something wrong about that. Mm-hmm. And somebody always has to send you an email or send me something telling yes. me that we were wrong about something. Or and I probably me. already got something yeah, wrong yeah. on you know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I, I'm surprised we were even talking about that. Highly recommend Kurt, the book, though. we got to talk about something you. important. In the movies, too. We got, Child Manhattan. Kurt, we got two important things to talk about. Yes. The first one, I guess, the Octagon um, story that came out yesterday. Breaking news. That breaking he news. Um, tr- he's claiming AAA wants him to stop using the Octagon name. Mm-hmm. So we're now worried. What will he go under? <laughs> what, what name will he use? So, um, but then um, I kind of have a feeling that that's him making up that story more than anything. As wrestlers are wanted. Yeah, because I mean, they actually—I don't think they've made a big deal. They, I, they made more of a big deal about like Cranio when he was Alabrihe mm-hmm. psychosis. They made a big deal about those guys. Yes. And this guy—they haven't really done anything ever since he left, and he's been gone for at least he, longer than a year. Why would he want to whine about that if it's not true? I don't know. Maybe he did get it. Maybe they want the name. I want to give it to somebody younger, like the new Octagon. Have like um, have some hip looking dude, like cooler looking Octagon. And somebody doesn't he have a lot of issues too? Yeah, yeah. Well, if you that's kind of been a story. Yeah, yeah. For a long time. Everybody everybody keeps coming. Kind of like a uh, kind of like Edie Sedgwick. Yeah. You know, had a lot of issues. And speaking of um, going off topic, we got to talk about the other big story from this last. But couple before weeks. that big story, no, no more we commercials. Want you to come on, to this. no more commercials. This is an important commercial. Oh, come on! It's I'm not going to add it. I'm purposely not going to add it. It's Christmas time. But I seem to get turned on by by a lot of girls, and yes, I I feel I even love some of them. All your life, you and Sue will meet people who turn you on. Life's sexual offerings are like a smorgasbord where everything looks appetizing. But you don't eat everything. That didn't take long. <laughs> it did. It did if they heard it. I think it's, poor people have to hear about Edie Sedgwick again. Edie Sedgwick, yes. Um, the CMLL bodybuilding competition, which we were talking about that we were, you know, people might not know this from seeing us, but we're both experts in bodybuilding. <laughs> Am I right? Yes, like, we are. We are. So we, we were th- fans of John Strongman. Yeah, so, so. We, we should really talk about this. We need to break down the... What happened this past um, when? What was it? Two weeks ago on Wednesday. You watched the whole thing. Yeah, I watched the whole thing live. Well, actually, you know the cool thing was um, not even the bodybuilding competition. That was just us like cl- joking around. And, yeah. But um, before that, they had an exhibition of um, you know the students just tumbling and doing like wrestling mm-hmm. spots, and they actually had um, one of the Viano kids was in it. Oh. And um, one of the other Viano kids was in the bodybuilding competition. And then there was somebody else on, Mr. Limp, uh, Mr. Mexico. There's going to be a new Mr. Mexico at some point. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was a... Uh, God, who was the other guy that came out that we were surprised? Oh, Loquillo Casas. 
Really? There's another Casa. Speaking of Casa's family members. This is going to be one of the largest wrestling yeah, yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. Pretty soon it's going to be all the Alvarados and Casa's family, yes. like the, the entire roster. There was somebody else that I can't remember who was who was on it. I'll get it right now. Hold on. Uh, but the bodybuilding competition had um, La Mascara winning the, the entire thing, Mr. CMLL. The funniest part was after the show, they had a, he was a guest on the their talk show. Yes. CML Informa. And they were talking about how um, it's very surprising for an Alvarado to win a bodybuilding competition since, um, what's going on? <laughs> Did you mess it up? I think this is the perfect time to have a quick commercial. Amigo, I'm Chiquita Banana, and I've come to say bananas have to ripen in a certain way, and when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue, bananas taste the best and are the best for you. You can put them in a salad, you can put them in a pie, any way you want to eat them. It's impossible to beat them, but bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator. So you should never put bananas in the refrigerator. To have bananas that are fully ripe, you must be absolutely sure. To take them home and let them ripen, temperature. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Well, that was well, a, a, a great little break we had, didn't we? Yeah, one of those emergency breaks for you to like check what's going on with the recorder. Maybe we should upgrade to another recorder soon. Maybe we should get like all professional and stuff. We oh, should. Hip Hop Man was the other one that was in the... Talk. I was going to ask, an Argentina boy. Yeah, an Argentina guy. Um, what I was going to say um, was about La Mascara. Um, they were very curious because he was... Um, He's part of the Alvarado family. Yes. The Brasos. So they asked them, um, they were kind of surprised because most of the Brasos are all chubby. Mm-hmm. So they asked them what, what was up with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then he said, he kind of said, hey, yeah, you know, people joke about that all, with me all the time. He's like, but you know what? At some, they were, what people don't realize is my uncles when they were younger were a lot thinner. They were. I saw them. Yeah, they weren't, they weren't, they weren't as thin as he is. No, no. They were, they were like husky guys. If you, if you showed a present day fan a picture of Brasso de Plata when he's that's the one that's they the most. They would be shocked. He's the one that's like gained a lot of weight. Like yeah. the other two kind of youths, they they got the bellies, but you mm-hmm. could tell they had the the body kind of like the, they just got the the pot belly, you know, not the, the right. rest of their body still looks. No, I, I, I'm just to say I saw them in '82 when they were in L.A. Yeah. So um. So then he said he said yeah they were what well, people don't realize they were they were built better mm-hmm. when they were younger. He's like. You know, at some point I'll get fat just like them. <laughs> and I just started laughing. That's actually like, very cute. Yeah, yeah. So I like that. He, he was pretty good. Um, Dark Angel won the women's division. And I th- and the, what she, little I saw, Princessa Sugihi should have won. Except she, for the, all that spray on. She stuff. had so much spray on stuff that on her. Was, she was should have won it. She, oh. Are you kidding? No, with her her just based on physique, she should have won it. Nah, but, Dark but Angel. With all that spray on, I understand. Dark Angel should have won. No, she deserved it. Oh, she dedicated her win to her um, brother who passed away. Her older brother oh. passed away. Oh, that's sad. What, yeah, um, I don't know what was happened. he sick or. I don't know. He just oh, that's very sad. Suddenly passed away. Um, you know, it's funny because they had some guys on there. Like Flyer was in there. Mm-hmm. And you even brought it up that you saw him. I think he finished placed second or third in the. 
Yes. And when the, and I was just laughing because the guy barely weighs like a hundred pounds. It, I mean, it, it looked like it looked like a junior high kid. <laughs> yeah, it looked like like it looked like what like some skinny kid just came in. And I was like, hey, like you're a skinny in. kid who just started. Yeah, the gym yeah, and has dreams. Yeah, and it's like who? And then Dragon Lee still looked okay and all that yeah. stuff, but but it, it just seemed a little ridiculous. The bodybuilding. I mean, I bet you that you had people who actually do that as a, as a career. They'd be like, other than Dark Angel, maybe. Right. They'd be like, these people aren't bodybuilders. <laughs> no, they're not bodybuilders. But you know what I always dug about it? Because I remember seeing them doing the bodybuilding since... We talked about this on the last podcast. Yeah. But I always dug that they have these feet, these physiques that, you know, I'm sure there's juicing going on and stuff. But they're believable physiques. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not... I mean... You know, Did you see um, Star Junior had his not safe for work tights on? <laughs> trunks. Yes, he basically yes. had a speed. He had something covering it up. I could imagine if he just tried to take one yeah. bump, it could it could uh, you know cause. I kept thinking it. I kept thinking it, 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 is Tyrantes going to be one of the judges or what? Because I mean, <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Yeah, that actually would make it fascinating. Yeah, um, they they honored the guy who was sponsoring the thing or the show or the competition, and they had like these really good looking women like giving out awards and stuff mm-hmm. I think they were giving out cash or something I have no idea but it was it, I mean it was it took forever it was like two hours long I mean but I mean it have to be a rabbit yeah thing. I mean it, it wasn't as bad as I yeah there's, I've In seen fact, worse I am, stuff I am curious I am curious you know I did notice the stream the, the, the terror stream worked for this perfectly <laughs> just when it does yeah work. yeah when, when you kind of no, I was curious you obviously sat through the whole thing what what was it about it that was it? Did it sound appealing to you, or did you just want to see how it came off for two straight hours? Well, being being the wrestling journalist that I am, <laughs> I felt I had to give out the results. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> am I right? I had hey, to give out the. What book shall I review next time? That's not about wrestling. I, I want you out, all to email me and give, give me out, suggestions. I had to okay, give out right the body. You. I had to give out the bodybuilding results for the people. Exactly. exactly. You know? I yeah, have you have to. You're sometimes responsible. you don't want to do it, but you know you got to do it. I'm a flake. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to do things you don't like. Yeah, like, like, oh. Kurt, like Kurt, at some point, will do the Vandals musings again. Yes, I will. <laughs> I will. I, yeah. And like you said, I was on a roll. In yeah, there. you were like, you did three in a row. Now I can't even find them. I'm such a flake. <laughs> Actually, they're on there. They're in the Vandals musings. <laughs> I think they're in the off-topic section. <laughs> So for all the people who have no interest in me in 30 years, yeah, they'll still be they'll up still on the be internet. There. Yeah, yes, yeah. as if yeah. they have um, any interest in me right now. The other thing, we're, well, we already talked about um, drunk Mr. Niebla. The other... <laughs> Why does that talk to you, drunk Mr. Niebla? That was embarrassing. I mean, yeah. just for that promotion to air that, I mean. Um, that, that same day they announced that they were doing, um, I think I talked about this on the last show, that they were, or did I? That they were going to start running um, shows on Coley Sale on Saturday? Yes, you did. Yes. Um, they announced that they were going to have um, the students. Well, the lineup came out, and not one student is on the show. <laughs> I, I almost wonder why the change of thought. I think they might. I think they probably wanted to go like with a good show to start mm-hmm. it, and then maybe like, hey, you know, next week. Oh, kind of have a big yeah, introduction like, and ease them into the... a pretty the... good lineup. I mean, you open up with Flyer versus Artillero. Yeah. Two really good undercard guys. Flyer's the skinny guy that we were just making yes. fun of uh, <laughs> as a bodybuilder. But, but the really talented skinny guy we talented. made fun of. Yeah, very talented. Um, second match is Soberano Jr. versus Disturbio. If you've seen Disturbio, you've seen Distur- Disturbio. Yes, right? I have. Really good guy. Um, Soberano Jr., yeah, he's all right. He's, a, he's on Euphoria's son. 
Um, the third match is Ombre Bala Jr. versus that youngster Okumura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yes, yes. He's, he's like he's basically like fifty years old now. Um, <laughs> fourth match. So fourth match is really good. Fuego versus Bobby Zavala. Mm-hmm. That should be good. But you know, I asked if this was going to air on television or on Terra, and they didn't answer hmm. as usual. So we don't know. We'll probably find out that day, <laughs> like minutes as the minutes into the into the the start of the show. Somewhere hey, you can watch it on Terra. <laughs> really great. <laughs> um, fifth match is Reiko Meta versus Sagrado. Should be really good. Mm-hmm. Sagrado is very good. Sagrado's a lot better now as a heel. Have you seen? I've any? yet to see him as a heel. Kurt, come on, man, you gotta catch up. <laughs> um, sixth match. This should be good. Delta and Jeremiah Junior teaming up versus. Hechicero and Hombre Sin Nombre. Hombre Sin Nombre still doesn't have a name. Wow. Should have gone with Cachondo. Cachondo? Yeah. That was a name that they, they wanted to, that they joked. What is Cachondo? Cachondo, um, very amusing. Um, I don't know what it, um, in, what's that? Um, oh, God. When I looked up the, the term in English, mm-hmm. it gave me a British um, term. A br- really? Yes. I was like, why the fuck is it? <laughs> Um, and I couldn't remember. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" It gave me. It, it just said very amusing, but it's something. Wor- it's, it's cat, something. it means cat weasel. <laughs> cat weasel would be awesome. Yes, it would be. Why don't? Well, and you, why you'll, you'll be, see that you'll see a reference to that in Vandal's musings. Um, seventh match. This should be really good. Mascara Dorada, Stuka Junior, Titan versus Barbaro Cavernario, Efesto, and Mephisto. I'd watch it just that for that. Be. But you know, it's so funny. You have Ombre Sin Nombre. Mm-hmm. Who's supposedly going to be with Efesto Mephisto? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you put him in the main event and drop Cavernario down to team up with Hechicero, who have been teaming up? Yeah. Well, for those who haven't been following, since you haven't been following either, on Tuesday shows they've been teaming up Hechicero and Barbara Cavernario. And for us, that's like a dream team. That's like a. That's like yeah, and they've been teaming up on the indies, so I think there might be something with where they might might have been. Oh, told. very cool. So they might actually they're they're feuding with Delta and Garamaya Junior. So I'm guessing maybe they're gonna like take the belts off of them. Them or, mm-hmm. um, you know what I would do? Seriously, Shocker and Nero Casas, they're pretty much established. Why not have them lose the belt? That would be like, great. I mean, that, that would really this, put them on the map. Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, you're talking these two guys, Hechicero and uh, Barbara Cavanario. That's like the revelation yeah, of the year. Top, top five guys this year, basically, like as far as work has gone. Um, they're actually like. They've been teaming up a lot with, like, the, the, the Tuesday shows, they've been doing a lot of the... They elevate a lot, like, some... The mid-card guys. They'll right. move up a mid-card guy and stuff like that. They they kind of stopped for a while, but I guess they must have realized that people were complaining that maybe they should keep doing it. Yeah. So they're back to doing it again. So Tuesday shows should be should be good. Oh, very cool. The past couple of weeks. I haven't watched any of them lately. Oh, uh, some other news from this You're trying to week. be like me. Yes, I'm trying to do what? You idolize me. I want to. I want to do. I want to watch less wrestling and do more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I actually watched. I've been watching the Sunday shows, and they and the and that. I like. I was saying that the Saturday Lucha Steca show. Man, if you're watching this stuff. It is draining your life out of the, the life out of you. Really? Some of the stuff is really bad. So there's some stuff that I sh- Tuesday show actually the the show there was a Titan versus Polvora match mm-hmm. which was really good. I think I talked about the last show mm-hmm. um, where he got tossed into the corner. That was really good. Yes. But I mean, there's some matches where you're just like, do I have to watch this? It's and, just like yeah. Uh, okay. I'm glad I'm not getting paid to watch the wrestling. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Um, Estrellita suffered a like an injured neck. Mm-hmm. She was pile driven by um, Dallas. Uh huh. And so 
she did she appeared on CML and Forma and it looked like she like she did it either she's a really good actress cuz she was crying mm-hmm. and or she was she talking was really, about really hurt <laughs> well yeah cuz yeah. she um she was talking about how this might be the end of her career and she's hoping it's not mm-hmm. but then like she started talking about they asked her about Dallas if Dallas has apologized mm-hmm. you met Negro Casas yeah i i mean Dallas is very friendly on Facebook mm mm-hmm. And she's saying, no, she hasn't. And I'm like, yeah, and this is all storyline. <laughs> she did a great job. Then props to Esther Eaton. Yeah, yeah. you know, the only disappointment, it would have been funnier if, if, if it was, and I think that's why, I think we're, we were all kind of a bit fooled mm-hmm. because because maybe we, we she, she, has she shown up in her dominatrix outfit? <laughs> maybe we would have been like, oh, this is all storyline. Right, right. But since she wore a jumpsuit, I thought, okay, maybe this is serious, you know? <laughs> I gotta be honest. I like it when it can still fool neck me. Neck brace, neck brace, and jumpsuit. Yeah. Then I think it's, it might be serious. It might be. It might not be a work. But if she was wearing a, a, a neck brace and a now one of those things where they have the, the neck brace and then they do. Oh, the... you gotta watch. You gotta see the highlight. The, the clip. I don't know. I, I'm guessing they're gonna air it when she gets pile driven. Everybody's pointing out at the pile driver, but what people don't notice is that when she when Dallas pile drives her, mm-hmm. she gives her like the atomic wedgie. <laughs> it's like I, I have so much force that that like her um, her trunks just go inside of a. Oh my like, god! It's painful. It's like holy oh. shit, or a street. But... Like both the neck and the ass. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! The yeah. glutes. I uh, say. We actually I saw Rush. We also got to see Rush's leg. Oh, you little. told me that was pretty horrific. Yeah, right? um, they decided to show like a. Actually, this was on Facebook. On it, I think it was. I can't mm-hmm. remember which Facebook page it was, but um, Chris Zellner had mentioned that he saw it on Facebook. Somebody sent, somebody retweeted it. I think Sombra must have retweeted um, somebody posting it on Twitter also. So what did the, what did CML decide to do? We have to show you guys a, cl- a clip of this on our TV show. On our internet show, and it was very graphic from what it's you said. The fucking leg wide open. It's like oh it's like God. a scene of CS, from CSI. It's like fuck. Now I don't they're want... they're missing out on something. Obviously, he was under anesthetic yeah. when this was happening. Yeah. They should have put the camera to his face because I bet he, he he still has a very yes, cool yes, swashbuckling yes, yes. look to him. I, unconscious, I, even they should have like showed him like like the leg wide open and then him like like yelling at the <laughs> camera like. <laughs> Stop taking my 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 pictures as I'm getting an operation. <laughs> that just, but it just looks. I mean, this is a Mexico thing because I mean, people are so dis. It it just it's just a weird thing with Mexico. Well, that that's like uh, same in Argentina. They I, I saw. Uh, They'll show you dead bodies like without quite without a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There there was that uh, uh, comedian. Oh, what was his name? Olmedo, the one who I knew him about him because of him getting Martin Cardigan on the map. The I, guy who played I'm, Capitan Peluso. I'm Mexican. Remember, Kurt. I'm Mexican, <laughs> but I'm just talking about. I know, but for those wondering, Kurt was. I thought Kurt wanted me to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, I don't know, because there was so, another famous comedian who just passed away this past week. So Chesperito. Chesperito. Yes, I actually knew who he was, <laughs> but. Uh, no, this, this uh, Alberto Olmedo, he died uh, because he fell off a balcony. He was goofing around. Uh, a bunch of people saw him in his hotel room, and he fell off a balcony and was killed. And they actually show his body with his eyes wide open, and that threw me for a start, and I realized a lot of countries 
are less shy about showing yeah, graphic yeah, stuff yeah. than we are. Here, you would never see that. Like, you would just see, like, a blur or something. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a, they would put that little pixelated yes, thing. Yes, yes. But over there, it's like, fuck, why are you showing this stuff? Um, when Oro died, they aired it weeks after. Yeah, yeah. They still air it. <laughs> they they still, do, yeah. They still air it. Uh, so what are your thoughts of Chespirito passing away? Are you sad? <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't heard I would of, love for to. Those, for those who don't know, I mean, if you, if you haven't watched Spanish television, he's all over the... The dial on Spanish channels, like not. Yeah, he, I bet you. Even if I never watched Lucha Libre, I would have recognized who he was. Well, that's what I mean, um, he was Chris, Chris really. Was, Chris reminded me that when when Galavision, when when CMLL and AAA, like, I, and I think it probably going back to like two thousand three, two thousand four, before it went out, it left Galavision. Mm-hmm. I think Chespirito was on right before it, right? It was, yes, yeah. yeah. When I used to watch on Channel thirty four, uh, Lucha Libre, or was it? I think it was uh, Channel thirty four. But one of the Spanish stations, because yeah. I was always surfing Spanish stations just to find... The hot babes? What, your <laughs> cone? Yeah. I've, I've talked about her so many yes, times, yes. and I will keep talking about her, because, yeah, well, one, they had hot, curvy babes that American yeah. men usually don't appreciate. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Chesperito, I saw all the time. Yeah. And Chesperito was one of several characters he played, right? Yeah, Chesperito, yeah. he... That was like I think that was more of his nickname because mm-hmm. the the one the character he's most famous for is Chavo, Chavo. Is that the Chavo. orphan? That's the orphan. Yeah, because he did Chespirito was his nickname. I think mm-hmm. I I've never really understood. It's a the cool whole. nickname. Yeah, so he he had Chavo de Locho, who was the the orphan, mm-hmm. um, Chapulín Colorado, who was the the little um, superhero with the red. Yes, the CH. You saw somebody at the UIPW show wore wearing one of those shirts. One yes, of those shirts. Um, he did a little old um, doctor guy. Mm-hmm. Who, whose name I cannot remember. I know it's. I, I I used to I used to think that was funny, and he used to do this. Um, it was the, him and the remember the tall professor mm-hmm. in, in Chavo Locho? They did a, a, an act where they were like these two like Dumb and Dumber, basically Dumb and Dumber. Oh, how cool! Where where they would do like this weird act, and it was it, it was really good. That was actually my favorite part of. And then they he would do a burglar also. Mm-hmm. He did like five different characters on that show. And that was like the, and it was funny because the one that was most famous was the Chavo and the Ch- and the Chapulín Colorado. Mm-hmm. But I think the the ones that, the one I liked the most was the one when he would do the Dumb and Dumber type of thing. Really, that was your that fave? was my favorite. That's good. Cool. But I mean, I think there's a lot of people who actually couldn't stand him because he he was he he kind of became a bigger bitter uh, a bit of a dick. Oh really? Dealing with the other um, actors on the show. Oh gotcha. Trying to like live out, you know, because they that's what they were known for. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like what you stick with, like when you're famous. I, I never kinda, saw anything wrong with and that. And he kind actually. of always he kind of didn't want them to do more stuff with him. Oh, okay. That guy who did um, uh, Kiko, there was the guy. Who, I um, did you ever see Chavo Locho? No, no. Uh, remember that? Did you ever see the other characters on the show? Or uh, see, I, I saw them, but I ne- I couldn't. Did you ever see the I little one saw... that dressed with a little short dress? No, I didn't. Her, she had a long running feud with him. Really? Because he wouldn't let her use the name, and and the his wife was the one was another actor on the actress on the show. Mm-hmm. And she never got involved, or she would like go side with him. Uh huh. So then there was always these feuds in between them. They had like they had a lot of issues between them because right. of the names and stuff. But like people, you know, when they die, you don't really remember that stuff. Oh, of course you not. Know, so no. I, you, now, really famous. That was a yeah. I was going to say. Wait, wait, I was going to say in comparison. I'll, I'll. What I will never forget is. I think he's probably right behind Cantinflas. Well, I was about to ask. I remember when Cantinflas died. I think it was like in 93 or 94, if yeah. I remember right. I I got chills watching on TV the funeral procession. 
going down the streets. I didn't even know what they did. Oh, did you hear what they wanted to do with um Chavo, uh, with um Chespirito? No. They wanted to cover. They wanted him to be buried in his Chavo de Locho outfit. The orphan, oh, that's cool. The orphan outfit. I think that's cool. I know that's kind of like a lucha type. Of it thing. is. It's very yeah, much like a lucha yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I think that's awesome. That would be cool. I, I always find that stuff very moving. A little. I, a, I'm a sucker for that. An kind 85 of year old guy dressed as. <laughs> you know what? I, I I had to tell a story when when he passed away. I told a story on Twitter about when I told when I met Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Remember? When, I remember when you met Chris, and I told Hero, Chris and that, Hero. Yeah. And and I told people. I think I mentioned it on Slam and Stand where I said um and the, the like weeks later. Chris Hero changed his gear, and I think he lost. He, I think he worked out and yeah. like buffed up, and then like stopped wearing that shirt. <laughs> like, I always assumed he, he was doing it. As, I thought it was that. I, I thought, thought it was, was that. And then when when he said he didn't had never heard of it, I, I thought somebody told me they were surprised nobody had ever told them that. Being that he would come to Alabama, I would be shocked. And I, I, I was said, shocked too. I said if you've ever been to wrestling shows, a lot of people don't really like. They don't interact with wrestlers. This is one of the. This is my advice if you're going to interview a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Don't just talk about wrestling. Bring up other stuff, or talk about something like silly. Like ask him about like something like really weird. Like, like what I did with Nero Castle when I asked him about Zachary. When I asked exactly. him about the parent. Yeah, I mean, and I, ask him about their family or something. Exactly, like that. Yeah. exactly. Because usually, if you just talk about wrestling, they're not really yeah. going to be very. So with Chris, and they're Hero, not one-dimensional people. They have interests outside of wrestling too. You know, if they're at the gimmick table, they want to yeah. sell stuff. So they're not going to talk to you anyways. Yeah. So what happened with Chris Hero, he was at the, although Chris Hero is a very nice guy. Yeah. Um, he was at his gimmick table, and then I said, hey, you know your shirt kind of reminds me of um, uh, Chapulín Colorado. And so he said, who's that? I said, you've never heard of Chapulín Colorado, <laughs> and you work with my, my, Mike Quackenbush? I go, I would think Quackenbush would at least know. Yeah. And he said, well, no. one, I remember those shirts, like even before he, he passed away, like I, like on Facebook, I see a lot of people wearing I, the Chaplin shirt, but years ago, every, every now and then I'd see somebody wearing the, yeah, so uh, I don't know, I don't trademark know, shirt. I don't know, maybe he stopped doing it because he thought, oh, maybe it's a trademark, I shouldn't use it, mm-hmm. I can't sell shirts with that. I think that might have been the reason he might have stopped. Right. Whereas I'm thinking maybe I just like made him embarrassed and like <laughs> embarrassed him out of wearing it. Didn't realize. Yeah, didn't realize. Yeah. Oh, but, but, counting floss. The funeral procession, the hearse was going for miles and miles down public streets, and these streets were lined with people applauding the, the hearse as it drove by. Yeah. And I mean, this went on forever. I, I, I can't even guess how many people were there. Uh, I, th- I think compar- comparable to when Pedro Infante died. Yeah, you yeah. Know? There's a oh, have you seen the Pedro Infante tribute? Um, Metallica does. No, he dresses as he does the to- Pepe el Toro. With a famous character that Pedro. Oh no way! Is. Yeah, so he comes out and he he um he um lip syncs the song. Oh, that's cool! And he dances. That's cool. And then the the ring girls are dressed kind of like, oh, like that. Awesome! It's really cool. It's a cool. He became far more entertaining now without the mask than he ever did it with the mask. Some guys, it works that way. Yeah, some guys. Could you even picture Shocker with a mask now? No, I really can't. I mean, and he probably should wear one now. <laughs> <laughs> But man, some guys shine. I, it's like I said, I'm always shocked that Forza Guerrero never dropped his mask because yeah. his mask. Because when I saw him without his mask, oh, I thought that guy's speaking, way more charismatic. Speaking of the octa- a mask, getting back to the octagon mm-hmm. thing, they interviewed Forza Guerrero because he has to talk about this. Yeah, and he said that's the reason they can't do the mask match now. Really? Yeah, he's using that as the reason why they can't have the mask match. I'm like, dude, if that was the reason, wouldn't you do the mask match? I would think you would. Yeah. So he just he just comes up with a bunch of bullshit. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, he should start DJing like his son. Ubuntu's <laughs> DJing. Hey man, um, his girlfriend. Although his girlfriend's hot, so can't really. See. Oh, um, the other big match. The other big news for um this month is um, CM um Chilanga Mask. Actually, it's the other group. Lucha Memes mm-hmm. is running a match where it's. I think I might have talked about this last time. Did I? Maybe I not. Don't I don't remember. I don't, I don't think so. This doesn't uh, ring a bell. Navarro is teaming up with Kemonito. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, now that you, you said know that. what, I don't think I said it. I think I might have like we might have talked about it on our way to the yeah to interview Casas. Because I told Casas, I asked Casas about it, and he, he kind of just nodded, like, yeah, they are. Um, <laughs> Negro Navarro is teaming with Kemonito, mm-hmm. and Black Cherry is teaming with Zacharias at Benny. Now that I want to see. Yes, we were talking the about match, it on the way to the, the show. The end of it is going to be, it's a submission match, mm-hmm. where the only way the uh, one can win is by submission, but the mini has to be involved in the submission. I love that. So apparently, like, um, some indie guy was said that wrestling now is isn't as good lucha isn't as good because you have the mascots and the the ring girls and guys doing clown stuff mm-hmm. and so like everybody just like they're just like oh yeah he's right i'm like dude the guy's like just doing it because he's not getting booked or something right <laughs> yeah. he's not a very good worker anyway so it's like yeah it's i mean like, there's nothing wrong with the mascots it's like nothing I said, wrong with it so i told him the, the promoter was all upset about it mm-hmm. and i said if I don't think he understood me exactly what I told him. I, I told him, if Negro Navarro, Negro Casas, and mm-hmm. Black Terry are okay with mascots, everyone should be Exactly. I go, there's no reason for fans or wrestlers to be upset about it. You know what? We're not going to go back to an age where, you know, they're trying to pull a Luthez where let's pretend everything's a shooting. Let's be real serious. And even back then, Jack Pfeffer was... Uh, Coming out and saying this is all a show. He went you, even the classic days. There were opposite yeah. extremes. You know what I want? I want Zacharias to turn on um, Black Terry, and then they can have a three way with Zach, where Zacharias decides he's going to bring Nero Casas. Oh, that would be. Sweet. And then Black Terry has to bring in a surprise mascot and have it be like Mihe or something. Oh, like that. that would be sweet. Or they I'm should, gonna, or they should gonna, do that gimmick that wrestlers sometimes do, where they disappear under the ring and they tear each other's masks off and put it on each other's face. <laughs> that would well, be none of them have masks though. Yeah, it's not detachable. Yeah, it's not is it? it, they'd have to put the whole costume on the other guy. It would kind <laughs> it of kill the whole thing. I, I just want to see the. We pic- can dream. I just want to see the pictures of Black Terry like holding hands with. Oh, totally, totally. I'm going to tell his son. Tell your dad he has to hold black, uh, the parrot. Yes, hands yes, to do the ring. Do. I'm gonna tell him. I gotta tell him that. I gotta give you some kind of homework yes. because yes. I usually that's have that's gonna be my assignment. Yes, my assignment is gonna be yes. to ask Black Terry Jr. Yes. to tell his father to hold Black uh, Black um, Zacharias Perico's hand to ring the ring. Yes, that works. You must. You yes. must. Now, before we wrap up this episode, I do have to ask you. You see how I am when I drink a lot of coffee, right? Yes. yes. Now. What if I was part of the Andy Warhol troupe and they shot me up with methadrine and I popped some pills and was all... You know, you know, Dan's probably thinking, man, Kurt, this is before Fredo's time. <laughs> oh, you got to learn about this stuff, man. This is, I this think is some of the... I, mo- I think I, bar- I barely know about Andy Warhol, like just from the... Oh, it was freaky the, shit, the, man. The, 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 the you must piece, watch man. Chow Manhattan. You'll never be the same. Either it will enhance you or disturb you, but... Either way, that way you don't have to read the read a book. You can before just... we go, Kurt. I wanted to ask you, um, what do you think of the new um, streaming service for New Japan, New Japan uh, World? I might watch it. Maybe it's eight ninety nine a month. 
I'd I'd buy that long before I buy the WWE network. Yeah, I, they, they were saying that it's a lot easier to use, but I, I was like, I was like, would I buy it? And I'm like, dude, I think I have everything already from New Japan. Well, well, the other thing is, is I might be the I might be the one person. I think I might be the one person that said if I said no, like I even when WWE Network came out and and people were like, I'm gonna get it, and when I said I'm not gonna get it, nobody even like argued. Oh, it's it's a bargain because they're like, well, right, Fredo has practically everything. They can watch. <laughs> I still I still want to go. I want to go through all my Mid South um, DVDs and just rewatch. Well, you have so much that you still have Smoky to go. Mountain yeah. Wrestling. I have I have basically the full run of Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Mid South that I want to go through, UWF I want to go through, um, CMLL, all the lucha stuff that I have. I I already seen that, but I mean, yeah. If I was gonna go through my old stash, I so think I, I'd go through New Japan. Old. I have a lot of that stuff. It's like I have so much stuff. It's like I don't really think I need a, a streaming service to watch this. Stuff. <laughs> if I was gonna pay, I'd much rather pay for that. Then, but then again, I don't have this hang up about seeing a live streaming. I don't mind watching it a week or two. Yeah, after, yeah, yeah. You so, know, and that's how I am too. It's like mm-hmm. it's like. When they said it, I'm like, well, let me think. I have to watch CMLL's um, Saturday show. I'm mm-hmm. watching Lucha Underground. I'm watching CMLL on Terra. I'm, I, 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 might, I need to find the time to watch Cadena Tres. I have to find the time to watch this other show from Guadalajara. I have to find time to watch um, AAA's shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have time to watch yeah, other stuff. You you, know? Otherwise, you won't have a life outside of wrestling, yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, that, man, we really... That's very depressing. I should... Oh, and this, <laughs> the other thing that I want to... Um, what are your thoughts on CM Punk's song? What do you say? You know <laughs> I what? have no comment. Uh, I, you know, I don't want to go into a big, long thing about it because everybody else, uh, and with reason, yeah. is going into it in depth. But I got to say, biggest news story of the year. And when I listened to uh, Dave Meltzer and Brian Alvarez's coverage of it, right, you know, shortly after it happened... Well, you know... The, I, I, I'm... I'm I'm going to be keeping up on it. This is fascinating news. You have a battle of two stubborn egos. Yeah, and you know what it is? I'm noticing because um, they asked Del Rio about it and they asked Ricardo Rodriguez. And you, what, I've, what I'm finding with mm-hmm. WWE, it's not that they hate WWE, they hate Triple H. Th- that, I think that's what it's... Which is surprising. I never... Cause... Well, he's an asshole. He's a bit of, he comes off like a bit of an mm-hmm. asshole. Like, not... I'm not saying he's an asshole. I'm saying he just comes comes off as that, yeah. And it kind of maybe he is. Well, and maybe once you have a long working relationship with him, it's uh, yeah. yeah. Um, The best thing I saw about the um, this whole thing, there's Mm -hmm. this guy in um, on Twitter who posts uh, artwork. Uh huh. And he posted, um, "You guys gotta follow him." His his, it's um, at Safe's Art, and he just does artwork of um, Uh all this stuff. And he drew a picture because one of CM Punk's stories was um, him getting. Him getting um, his um, release papers mm-hmm. uh, on his, his wedding, wedding day. day. Yes. So he drew this: my drawing of CM Punk and AJ Lee at <laughs> Triple H. And this, this is his. Artwork. Oh, you must post that. That's funny. Well, it's already on Twitter. I'm not. Gonna oh post my it. god, that's funny. And then there's this one. Um, Seth Rollins was interviewed by Chris Jericho, uh-huh. and then they posted a, a, a picture. And I, I, this is so funny how this is now. The show ends with this. This this one's hilarious. Hold on. It's loading. It's loading. Should this I is, talk about E.D. Cedric is, some more? Well, let me make it larger. E.D. Cedric? <laughs> Quite the Warhol factory this is, uh, this is his picture of Seth Rollins and Chris Jericho. <laughs> Jericho looks, doesn't Jericho funny. look like that guy from um, The Goonies? <laughs> <laughs> it's 
doesn't he? He does. Look at him. He does. The, the picture. Oh my god. Yeah. That's hysterical. I think this guy. I don't know if he's like. Maybe, oh. Maybe he. Maybe it's it's a kid and we're making jokes about it, but it's hilarious. That is funny. I dig his stuff. Like. That is fun. That is yeah. fun. It looks like some see I'm calling Ryan. Gotta, gotta like, thank Mass Republic for finding that for us. That is very cool. Yeah. Well, we've covered a lot of ground from CM Punk to bodybuilding to Edie Sedgwick. To many other subjects. To Lu- bodybuilding competitions. Yes. Yes. Keep watching Lucha Underground because it, it is the most bitching thing around right now. Uh, this weekend, be sure to watch your CMLL. And, exactly. Uh, AAA yes. Shows. Keep an eye out on AAA's Guerra de Titanes. And email me at Liger, L-Y-G-E-R at AOL.com to nag me about what I should be watching and won't watch. Wait, speaking of at AOL.com. Yes. Did you see my tweet about what um, John Cena said about AOL? Did you hear no, about what he said? I had no, I had not heard. You about saw the this. tweet, I think, but you didn't. You didn't know why I said it. Oh yes, yes, I did see that um, tweet, but I, so I didn't know what it was a reference to. Raw, as you know, they brought back the the computer. Mm, oh, laptop, oh yes, yes, I heard about that. Um, so they ma- it makes the noise, and it's the uh, AOL mm-hmm. noise. So John Cena says nobody uses AOL. Nobody uses America Online, and I said, "Damn you, John Cena." Kurt Brown still uses America <laughs> that, Online. Okay, now I get the joke. Yeah. I was looking at that trying to understand So then Bix it. was like, Bix got it right away. Everybody else got it except you. Except me. Uh, so would you like to respond to John Cena? I would like to respond to John Cena and say, there are only three people I know who have had the same email address for the past 20 years. And that's me, Elena, and my brother-in-law, Amph. And you all use AOL? We all use AOL, and we've <laughs> used the same address. That's how old we are. We're antiquated. Yeah. You know, that's impressive. I, I mean, I'm kind of shocked myself. Because usually when you sign up for something, you don't want to use your own AOL. Maybe that's why, because you guys don't maybe sign up for stuff. You're not signing up for stuff that you don't really No, we don't. Yeah. We don't. I, 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 whenever yeah. they say, would you like to receive emails yeah, you know, from like, us about yeah, these so special you, offers? You know, I like, say, no, for, I wouldn't. For certain stores, you usually mm-hmm. say, I'm going to use this email because I don't want them to send me junk mail. Exactly. That's that's but, and that's why I stick with it. And plus, you didn't have to sign up for like Block Talk Radio, Talk Shoe, mm-hmm. uh, or did she use your Liger at AOL.com? I use it for most things. Because I, 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 I just limit what I kept, I'm going I to kept sign creating up for. accounts just for those. <laughs> I was like, I don't really <laughs> want to deal with them. The reason I don't do that is because I have the worst. I did it. I've done it a few times, and I have the worst habit of losing passwords and forgetting yeah. how to access it. Yeah. So. I stick with one, you know. It's it's I'm 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 getting geriatric on everybody here. Yeah. Know? So so we'll we'll come back. We'll do another show before Christmas, probably. Yes, we will, and it'll be totally. Yeah. Bitchy. And then after that, we'll probably start interviewing guys because January there's probably going to be some people coming in. And that will be. We totally might actually bitchy. get somebody pretty big. Yes. Brasso de Plata. We're gonna get Brasso de Plata, Alberto Del Rio, yes. Ray Mysterio, Hulk Hogan. Ric Flair, Ponky Boy, Ponky, <laughs> the 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 returning Lucky Pierre. Yes, exactly. Who doesn't speak? speak. Um, who CM Punk? We'll get an exclusive interview with CM, CM Punk, Punk, where we'll ask him about everything, but not except wrestling. But ask him if he wants to mellow out with a joint first. Yes. Actually, the, <laughs> well, Conan. Eric, yes, Eric, Eric Bischoff. Conan, a, Conan interviewing CM Punk. Yes, <laughs> yes. Gold. I like gold. Uh, let, let's keep naming all these. Um, Jennifer Lawrence. We'll get Jennifer Lawrence. On the <laughs> yes. We'll get Batista and Mark Lawrence. Mark Lawrence. Yes. Who's, who's that? 
<laughs> oh, the announcer for a world. You're from Dallas. You were a world class yeah. boy, man. You but grew the, up on that. Mark Lawrence. I'm like, what? Finally, I get to tease Fredo uh, about not knowing the we'll get Finally, on. it's about time. We'll get all these guests, and you guys will like this show even more. Yes. And you'll you guys will then, you guys will get annoyed at the fact that they won't talk about wrestling. Yes. But we'll always talk about lucha. So we'll always talk about lucha. Lucha is always here. So until then. How shall I wind this up? Shall I say the right hemisphere of the brain short circuits the left hemisphere? And then the left hemisphere short circuits the right hemisphere and... Say it, Fredo. I don't know the rest of it. Bing. There. I think you you forget that in Slamis and I always was gone by that point. Yeah, he was on narcotics. I was on uppers. We're gonna we're gonna push this Warhol thing to the max until Fredo learns about that. Mm-hmm. I have to educate. I have to I have to mentor some people here. So until next time, have a good time, my babies. We'll see you next podcast. <laughs>